on the radio. Podcast starring Tommy Woodard and Eddie James. And now, the Skit Guys. All right, so, Skit Guys. Birthday. Oh, ah. welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, how's everybody doing? Welcome. I'm just using my radio voice. And it is. Hey, everybody. How's it going? What would your radio voice be? <laughs> well, it's interesting. I was just thinking uh. how radio people's voices change. You know, because yeah. you, you go back to the early 1940s and they're talking uh. like this very high, blah, blah, you know, yeah, and, then you get, and it's that now it's that real deep voice. And we're here uh. with you on Skit Guys TV on the radio. <laughs> Yeah, I would, if I was on the radio, I'd bring back the old-timey voice. Oh, my gosh. Hey, it's 9.17 in the morning, everybody. Oh, boy. We got traffic going. Let's go out. <laughs> I would it. just bring it back. I would I just bring it back. People would love it. Yeah. Yeah, people would love it. I think there's a, a desire for that. Well, especially on Christian radio. You know, oh, oh. it's a great morning to the Lord. Uh, yeah. 9.17 in the morning. Uh, traffic is backing up. Oh, let's pray right now. Let me read this passage from Isaiah to you. <laughs> Uh, while you're sitting there in traffic, everybody, let's listen to a little bit of a tune back from the 80s. Amy Grad, take it away, Amy. <laughs> fat, fat, baby. I would make it personal, too, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Let's listen to DC Tom. Get it on. DC, take it away. <laughs> I, would, I would make it like they're right in the studio with I, me. I loved it with the radio guys, where the DJs would talk like the, like the whole bands in the studio with them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. That was fantastic. <laughs> and when I was a kid, I really thought Kenny Rogers was in a studio when, you know, <laughs> Kenny's singing Lady. And I'm going, how do they make that? Man, how do they? I guess they're just, they just go from station to station and sing. That disc jockey's so lucky. He, he, <laughs> he gets met, to he be met with Lionel all Richie. those people. And Barry Manilow and Kenny Rogers, <laughs> which lets you in on what I listened to when I was young. Songs of Hope. Yes. Songs of Hope. <laughs> Eddie has a very eclectic collection of songs. Hey, hey, it was a rough childhood. When Barry Manilow sang, I made it through the rain. It yeah. was my anthem. It you was were, my anthem. You were in the rain making it through it. <laughs> That's right. I, and I found myself protected by the others who got rained on too. Okay, here we go. Real quick. Just what first thing that comes to mind. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Best song by Lionel Richie. Oh, uh, it would be an obscure one, like on the B side of one of his albums, like something you wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been on the radio, but he has, he writes beautiful songs, but it would have been like a love song that would not be, would have been on the radio, but on one of his earlier albums. And I can't think of the name of it, but okay. Kenny Rogers, beautiful songs, Kenny Rogers. Uh, she believes in me. Uh, and I think she that's, believes yeah. in me. Yeah. That's, oh, that's the a one, good one. Yeah. Where, where he goes and he travels. And yeah. he sees his guitar in the corner. She's asleep, and but he's busy. He's busy making his career. But she believes in me. God, her love is true, and she believes. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was going to be the story of my life. Okay. Can you uh, see Stephanie, my wife, turn over, going, "Oh God, put the yeah. put the guitar down and come <laughs> to bed." I'm so. Oh God, put the uh, Adam and Eve wig down. <laughs> Joe Cocker. <laughs> oh. uh uh, oh, sorry seemed to be the hardest word. <laughs> that's really not Joe Cocker. <laughs> that, that's a, that's a, uh, that's a, that's a no, guy. That's, that's a guy, not him. That's no, not him. Uh, he didn't uh, sing that song. No, that's a guy passing a kidney stone singing. <laughs> what does Joe Cocker sing? What's his song? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a great Joe Cocker song. Yeah. Uh, it's in the nineties. 
um, about, oh, oh, I can't think of it, but it was the theme song to Tom Selleck's movie where he got out of jail and someone, you remember those types of movies? No one remembers anything you're saying. I just want to be the one you run to. <laughs> just want to be the one you come to when the night comes. But you got that boy. Yeah, right, uh, so anyway, I don't Okay, best, best Barry Manilow song. Oh, um, like I said, I made it through the rain. Um, got ships it. passing in the night would be up there as well. But my father and me, like we're just two ships that pass in the night. Nice. And we smile when we say it's all right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Best Mumford and Sons song. Oh, all of them. All of them. <laughs> uh, that, that first one that came out about Little Lion Cub or whatever that one oh, was. Oh, it's a good one, isn't it? Oh, yeah. so good. Oh, powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember tapes? Did girlfriends ever make you tapes where they would talk in the microphone and then they'd play a song like the double decker tapes, right? Wait, and so girls did that? I huh? did that. I, I, well, did, I did that. it too. I did it too. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know girls made them for guys. Oh, girl, yeah, I have I I still have several. Yeah, what? girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know when uh my wife Angie when we were in college and we were dating she went on a mission trip to Korea, ah. and I made her a tape for the whole week. Like, hey, it's Monday. Here's you this. So, blah, oh. blah. Here's the song. Yeah. Buddy. Then we got married, and I was like, don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> D- done. Check that off the <laughs> <Done>. list. <laughs> do you know what you did for me, Tommy, When before you went to uh, Mexico? Do you remember what uh, you did for me that you put on my... Um, my, uh, my, my uh, front porch before you went went to mexico with your family no (laughs) you wrote me a letter this is probably do you remember what what grade you were in before you went to mexico was it was it already freshman college it was my freshman year in college yeah it was my senior year yeah i go outside and there's a note from my buddy tommy and it's like hey i love you buddy you're you're my best friend if i don't make it back i just want (laughs) to love you and we're best friends buddy we were going we were going with you we were going deep into mexico (laughs) for a family vacation it was uh let me see if i can remember the name of that place because people don't come back cancun it was called (laughs) cancun (laughs) and uh it was deep it was dangerous Uh Uh it was dangerous Uh hey buddy i still have that note somewhere that's fit. Well, read it. I still feel that way. If I had never come back from I'm somewhere, find it. I'm if I ever find go, it. if I ever go to a resort, go come back. <laughs> okay. You read that. Okay. You read that. Here's a note. Uh, it's nine twenty-five in the morning. Everybody, I want to read a note from uh, Tommy Woodard, uh, written in nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> All right. So, well, you know, and that kind of brings me. You know, we talk about the past, but really, when we were, and we may have told this before, but. We started learning the Bible almost by accident, right? Because yeah. our youth minister would go, every Wednesday night, I want you to do skits. Yeah. And it wasn't even a question of no. Well, of course we're going to do skits. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever passage in the Bible that he was talking about, we would try to create a skit that would have to do with that and yes. get it wrong more than we got it right. Oh, but that, yes. And he would always come up and correct us like, no, the Bible doesn't really say that. Yes. There, there no, isn't folks, a book yeah. of First David 412. Yeah. We're not talking about uh, Noah and the Ark. Uh, we're talking about the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And hey, neither and folk, one of them are related to Joan of Ark. That's right. That's right. 
Hey, and, and, and kids, numbers isn't just an arithmetic chapter. No, it really means something. There's what a Tom, whole book. Yeah, what Tommy and Eddie said about that, don't, don't listen. No, and in First Kings, no, n- none of the British kings are, are in there. There's no lineage, yeah. folks. There's uh, no lineage. King, King James is not in First or Second Kings. That's right. But I, That's right. I love their heart, and I'm so glad they did a skit. Th- thanks, guys, for taking 30 yeah. minutes of my time. Yeah. On youth night. Yeah. But that's all now we that, do. Now that it's time for us to go, let's pray. <laughs> I'll just use this message next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And poor was... guy. Back then you couldn't download a message, right? I mean, no, he had to like write he, it. He had to write that sucker. Yeah. He had to <laughs> he actually didn't... open the Bible and figure out what to say. And he was spending all his time correcting us. Oh man. But what a great guy. That's what we did. That's how we learned. And we would go do shows for gas money and a chicken dinner yeah. And we'd go teach people about the Bible as we were learning the Bible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was great. And and it really was the foundation. And and really, probably the persistence of our youth pastor, Wayne, mm. getting us to learn more, not just teaching us, but challenging us to, yeah. you know, to learn more. And to connect the dots, audience, uh, he, Wayne Slay was on our 100th episode and he gave a little, he gave a little encouragement and hey way to oh, go yeah. for finally getting 100 episodes yeah but that was our youth minister yep and and you know talking about the bible like what's crazy to me is like the older i get the more i read the more i go i know i've read this before but mm-hmm. i don't ever remember that you know like okay. there's just something new in it all the time it's crazy it's crazy, it's it crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah and if you don't if you're not in the but the bible at all um to to read a proverb a day and yeah. that's a great place to start. You could read a proverb a day throughout the whole month and you could go back to it next year. And that same chapter, you're going to find so many little nuggets because as we mature in faith, we grow. But we, uh, we put to, since this is skit guys on the radio, we put together a video. We want you to listen to it. And it's, and it's, you know, our cornucopia of all mm, these corn, years. Cornucopia. Of, cornucopia nice. of, uh, yeah of the the bad ways that we kind of look at the Bible and what we think the Bible is and how people interpret the Bible. So this is called skinny on skinny on the Bible with a, a cornucopia or a plethora of different ways we see the Bible. We have a new segment on our show called the skinny on and they are basically we ways that get... you can we want to help you lose weight. No, you know, you no, may no. need to shed a few pounds. No. This is what we're talking no. about. It is the skinny on different things in your world, specifically the church world. Tonight, the skinny on the Bible. I was very confused on that. I have a pretty good grasp of the Bible and uh, how I teach it to my Sunday school class. Granted, I've been asked to step down a few times, but I mean, heresy is such a loose term these days. But I think if you put all the jigsaw pieces of the puzzle of the Bible together, I think I have a pretty good idea to teach anybody a little thing or two. Okay, so uh, share some of your knowledge with us. Okay, no problem on that one. Um, The Bible really doesn't get cooking until Moses built the ark. And Wait, no, um, no. He was the one that parted the Red Sea. 
He was also the one that wrestled with God in the river of Gabok. And if it wasn't for that, he wouldn't have been able to part that river too. But that was a foreshadowing. That was a prophecy for the New Testament when Luke would be in that river going, hey, I thought I could walk on water. And that was a foreshadowing of King Nebuchadnezzar telling King David, go get those people out of that water because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego do not belong there. And that is how King James became the greatest king of Israel. I believe in putting the words into action. You know what I mean? I mean, it's one thing to talk the talk. It's another one to walk the walk. All right? Case in point. I taught my kids the other day about David and Goliath, right? Now my youngest son, he's got mad skills with a slingshot. You know, I, I could tell you several stories of us, you know, putting the word into action. Uh, one of the most recent ones is I told my boys about, you know, Joseph and his brothers. And my oldest son, my oldest son, Tried to sell his brother to the next door neighbor for a coat. My little entrepreneur, Bob was proud. And it was a nice coat. I'm a big fan of the Bible. I mean, who wouldn't be? It's in most hotel chains. I have one, probably two. I know I have a non-reading one in our living room. It's beautiful. It's right underneath our plaque that says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm such a fan. I became a fan of the Bible on Facebook. Big fan. So um, how often do you read the Bible? I'm a big fan. I don't see what the big deal is about, you know, memorizing scripture or carrying a big old clunky Bible everywhere. I mean, I have multiple translations of the Bible right here on my phone and on my digital reader, you know? And when I get to church, it's up on the screens. I don't really need to carry. I mean, carrying a big Bible anymore is just passe. Don't you think that having your own Bible helps you plant God's Word inside your heart? Really? So like, you know, thy word is a, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path? You talking like Psalm 119, 113? I'm sorry, I, I guess you do know quite a bit of scripture on your own then. Nope. Just Google it. This is my grandmother's Bible. She used to read to me out of this Bible when I was just a kid. She passed away this summer. A family member gave it to me because they knew I was a believer. To them, it was just a book. But to me, when I sit down and I read it, I see all her little notes. I see all the little highlighted pages, the dog-eared pages. I see the things that really meant something to her when God was speaking to her through his word. And I realized it's her legacy of faith that's passed on to me. That was passed from her parents to her. And you know what? It impacts my faith. More than anything, this truly is the living word. So that wasn't just for the video, that was actually your grandma's Bible. Yeah, it was my grandmother's Bible. And when she passed away, it was given to me and I love going through her Bible and seeing all the things that she highlighted and everything and looking at the Word of God in just a whole different way because I'm seeing it through her eyes and the way she read it. I mean, she's highlighted things with different highlighters two or three times. Um, Psalm 139, that's in there. And she's highlighted it several times. And I love looking at... Have you ever read Psalm 139? I, I mean, have. really read it. I have. It makes me go, hmm. Oh, that's really good because that is a new segment that we're doing called Things That Make You Go, Hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, well, I think after they watch this segment, people may go, hmm. Hmm. Watch this. 
Mm. You don't need to keep doing that. Mm. You can stop. Mm -hmm. Just watch. Mm. The last two verses of Psalm 139 really becomes just this, this conversation between David and God. Yeah. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting life. Yeah. 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 It's so great. I mean, it, it's something that you can, I, I can visualize it, well, you know? It's like a skit. It is like a but skit. Just, you want to act it out? Let's do it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Uh, the first part is, uh, search me, O God. Search me, O God, and know my Search me, O oh God. What, what? Tommy. 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 I am not Tommy. Who? who, who? Nay. 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 Who, who, who are you? I am God. Oh, and God says nay. Ah, uh, yay. Ah, uh, yes, okay, gotcha. Oh, so, okay, so you, what, what are you doing, God? I'm making it snow. Oh, where, where at? In Tahiti. In Tahiti, one of the hottest places on the continent. Yay. <laughs> They're freaking out. I think I'm in the air. Ah, the sky's falling. <laughs> what, what are you? What, oh my, what, what are you? What are you, what are you doing? What are you, what are you? Is that, is that how a, is that a dance? What, what are you, what are you? I don't, no. What are you doing? I am smiting people. <laughs> You're, you're smiting people? Yes. Smite, you know. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Hold on. You done? I'm done. All right. Did you get him? No, I spared him. I wouldn't have. Okay. No, no, no. Come back, come back, come back. Just, just, okay. You know why? You know what? And a lot of our skits, we, you know what? Someone plays a human and someone plays God like God's chisel, you know? So, oh, yeah. nah, we've already done that. Okay, I'll be Jesus. Well, you got a skit about where Jesus talks to a human being, too. Well, dude. God and Jesus are the only two parts of the Trinity, so... <laughs> no, there's, there's three parts of the Trinity. Right. No, no. Right. No, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Wait. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Oh, you, know, you know the song? God in three persons, blessed, blessed Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought the three people were the people singing. No. No, the three people are not the three people singing. So that would be a trio. The oh. Trinity, yeah. So a uh, trio of God is the Trinity. I guess so, yes. Father, so Son, Holy Ghost. Where's the Holy Spirit? He's, he's the still small voice in your heart, so in your mind. That's what that is? Yes. I thought aliens had implanted something in my skull. No. I kept hearing the voices. No, that's, no. So in this skit, you will play the Holy Spirit. Okay. Okay. I will play the Holy Spirit, and you can call me HS, because I'm like Casper. I'm a friendly ghost, only holier. <laughs> I, I'll just call you God. Okay, I'll play the Holy Spirit, and you can call me God. All right, okay, All right. okay. Search me, O God, and know my heart. So that's the first Alrighty. part of the <clears throat> prayer. What are you? Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you? What? What are you doing? I'm gonna search you. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Can I get you to sit? I don't. Down? I'm not going to sit down. No. Go ahead and have a seat. I, I don't want to. What, yeah. what are you? What this are you? Won't hurt a bit. Have what? A seat. No. Yeah. Uh, 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 Two gloves on. Can you yeah. please tell me what's going on? Just have a seat. This I, isn't I, gonna I, hurt a bit. I, I, <laughs> 
Trust me, I gotta search you. Okay. Come on, this won't hurt a bit. Okay. All right, just relax. How can I relax? This won't hurt. Relax. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach right under here. Ah! What are you doing? You said you're gonna. I told you it wouldn't hurt. But I'm you're getting this. I don't like to get fingerprints on it. All right. What is that? What is that? All right. This right here. All right. See this right here? Yeah. That's your heart right there. Oh. See that? And if you look, uh-huh. you can see your heart has gunk and muck on it. Gunk and muck. Yeah. Gunk and muck. The Holy Spirit says gunk and muck. That's, that's, I'm just saying that. Seriously, gunk and muck? Well, I'm just saying, if you look really close, see? That's gunk. That's muck. Ooh, and there's some yuck. Oh, yeah. Okay. You've got guck, muck, and yuck on no, your heart. No, okay, seriously? Yeah. Seriously. Come on, seriously. Guck, muck, and yuck. I mean, it's my heart. I mean, this is the prayer. Seriously? Seriously. You want serious? I want serious, yes. I think I can handle it, yes. Okay. I'll give you serious. All right. Do you understand that your heart is a wellspring of life? You need to protect it with all that you are inside of your heart. That's where true beauty is found. That's where real character is. You need to understand that there is a battle going on for the allegiance of your heart, and right now, you are lukewarm at best, my friend. We need to fix some things. Otherwise, we're going to have to do open-heart surgery. Uh, no, okay, well, there's got to be another way. It's your prayer. Okay, um, search me, O oh God, know my heart, um, test and know my anxious thoughts. Oh, here they are. What are those? Those are your thoughts. These, no, a whole book of my thoughts? You yeah. have, uh, no, these are not my thoughts. Wow, these are my thoughts. Yeah. How did you get a hold of my thoughts? Hello. Right, 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 okay, got it, okay, okay, well, I mean, yeah, they're good and bad thoughts, okay, but I mean, does it really matter what a person thinks? Hey, as a person thinks in their heart, so they are. Yeah, I was a little worried about that. Oh, don't worry about it, we'll just go through them. Whoa, 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 what do you mean go through them? Go through your thoughts right now. In front of everybody? Sure. Well, I don't want to go out through my thoughts in front of everybody. Why? Well, I mean, if they're going to think what I think about my thoughts, and if those are my thoughts that they're going to be thinking about, and I'm going to be thinking, whoa, they know my thoughts, and those are my thoughts are that I'm thinking, and then I'm thinking, whoa, those are my thoughts, and they can't be thinking about what my thoughts are thinking. You think? Fortunately, I'm the Holy Spirit, and so I understood those groanings, all right? <laughs> those are some anxious Groaning, some anxious thoughts. You worry so much. I do not worry. You do. You no. worry a lot. You know what? I was worried you were going to say that. Yeah, I guess I do worry. <sighs> you need to understand something. Worry is like a rocking chair. It'll give you something to do, but you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, Look, besides worry, according to the book, you've got some real anger issues. I don't have anger issues. You do. I don't have anger issues. I'm just saying, the book says you got anger issues. Okay, you know what? When it comes to my thoughts, okay, I don't have anger issues, all right? Well, according to your parents? Okay, okay, my parents come from a different generation, okay? They say things to me, and I listen to them, but I don't have to take it in, okay? I don't have to, like, I don't have to, like, accept it, okay? I can do whatever I think is best for me to do, all right? I mean, sometimes we just kind of get a little angry at each other, okay? But it's not a big deal. We still love each other and everything. Okay, but your friends. Okay, my friends. I am the leader of my friends, all right? Sometimes I'm like their parent. I'm trying to teach them, trying to direct them. And they don't listen, and it does frustrate me, but I don't know if it leads me to anger, okay? Anger is a big, hard word, all right? Okay, and the people on the highway... They're morons! They're complete idiots! No anger issues here at all. Okay, look, I mean, I have good thoughts and I have bad thoughts, but there's just, there's no way that I can change that book, okay? Hey, I'm not asking you to change the book. I'm asking you to trust me with the story that I'm weaving in your life, okay? 
It's called history for a reason. History. Oh, his story. Bingo. Okay, so if I clean up the muck and the guck and the yuck and I clean up my thought life, I'm good, right? Uh, you know what? We are just scratching the surface. There's a lot more to do. I was worried you're going to say that. Look, look, is it okay if we just stop right now? I mean, I mean, I've done good. Yes, you have, and you can stop. And I will still love you just as much. In fact, that's what most of my children do. They stop right here. They don't want to get any deeper. They don't want to look at the ugly stuff. They just want to say surface level, but oh, with you, I hope you'll trust me. All right, um, I'll finish the prayer. Search me, O oh God, know my heart, test my anxious thoughts. See if there's anything in me that makes you sad. Oh, I just talked about a lot of stuff. I mean, what could I do that would possibly make you that sad? I mean, I'm doing pretty good. What you doing? Being pretty good. This right here. Oh, just searching the www. I'm kind of bored, so I'm just, you know, looking around, browsing around. You call this being pretty good? Pretty good, yeah. You know what I call it? What? Looking at women in a degrading way. Those are my children. I created them for something much more than that, and I created you for something much more than that. And this yeah. makes me sad. Okay, 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 okay. You okay. know what else makes me well, sad? Hold on, hold on. I mean, okay, okay, that, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm forget okay, I'm learning that the Holy Spirit is everywhere and everything, but okay, I mean, that, okay, 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 okay. I, I, I mean, they're your creation, so I'm just admiring your creation, okay? All right? You know what? What? You ever thought about looking at trees? No, no. I made those too. I'll look into that, okay. Then listen to me. What else makes me sad is, is when you blame me for stuff. I don't blame you for stuff. You do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't You know you. it's true, which means you're lying to me. And when you lie to the Holy Spirit, that makes me sad, okay. all right? Hey, I'm sorry, okay? You've been, ma you've been blaming me for stuff ever since you were a kid. What are you talking when about? When you got tired of dating a girl, you'd look at her and you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I think God wants me to break up with you. Then that girl thinks she's not good enough for you or God. Uh, that makes me sad, all right? Hey, okay, okay, okay. But, but I thought you didn't want me to go with that girl. I never said that. All I said was, I want you to honor me with your relationships. And when you don't honor me with your relationships, yeah. that makes me sad. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, there's just a lot, okay? I mean, I mean, you want me to be this great Christian. I don't know if I can be this great Christian. I mean, I'll tell you who is a great Christian. Ray. Ray is a great Christian. I mean, Ray's a great Christian. Ray runs the race. Yes, he runs the race, and he wins the race every time he runs it. I mean, he's a great leader. He's a great friend. I mean, when he talks, people listen to him. I mean, I mean, everybody loves Raymond. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and, and. I mean, and you, you want me to be like Ray. I mean, if I could just be a little bit more like Ray, if I could just be a little bit more like Ray. If you could be a little bit more like Ray, you know who you'd be? Who? Ray. That makes me sad, okay, all right? Okay, okay, okay. Try okay. to be like me. Okay, well, you know what? That's just it. I mean, out of all the stuff that, that I can see clearly now, you're just tolerating me. What? You think I tolerate you? I love you. Listen, you think, you think Jesus Christ died on the cross to make you good? That's wrong. Jesus died on the cross to wake you up from death, to bring you to life, so that you could make the Father famous. So in order to make him famous, I need to finish the prayer. Yeah. Search me, O oh God, know my heart, test my thoughts, 
See if there's anything in me that makes you sad and lead me in the way of everlasting. Lead, lead me in the way of everlasting. So uh, instead of being good, I need to do more, okay? And maybe like up my tithe a little bit. Maybe join a small group. Maybe, maybe help out with more mission trips because I really don't do that because I don't like to get dirty. Maybe I just, if I do more, if I do more stuff, then, then, then I'm, you're going to be leading me as I walk. Stop. What? You're so stubborn. You're so caught up in this do theology that if you do more, that's better. I didn't create you to be a human doing. I created you to be a human being. I don't want you to be my image bearer. So I need to pray, be still, and know that still small voice. Yes. It's just going to be hard. There's so many things vying for my attention. I mean, it'd be better if you just put me on my knees. You don't want that. And I don't want to do that. I'd rather you choose to go to your knees. All right. Search me, O oh God. Know my heart. Test my thoughts. See if there's anything in me that makes you sad. God, I don't even know the whole blueprint. I know I want to make you famous. Just lead me in the way of everlasting life. This, yeah, this makes me glad. So Psalm 139, it's an intimate prayer with God and you can take it and personalize it and make it your own and we'd encourage you to do that. And ask God to search you and also take some time to just really accept and receive how much he really loves you. What a great prayer, what a great thing to think about. Yeah. One of the things that um, we love to do is to teach uh, the Bible. And the sad truth is, it seems like so many people don't even know what's in the Bible anymore. But the Bible is filled with so many amazing stories. I mean, there's Abraham, there's Noah, uh, there's uh, uh, Isaac, Jacob, uh, oh, there's... Uh, Joseph? Jo well, I, wasn't, I hadn't got to there yet. Well, no, that would be good. Why don't we, why don't we tell the story of Joseph? Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Joseph. That's no. That's fine. Yeah. It won't take long. I mean, it's, we don't know much before he married Mary. He was a carpenter. We know that. No. No. He, the, um, no. 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 The other Joseph. There's another Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. In the Old Testament. There's another Testament. <laughs> All right. So you were just. Yeah. Let's let's just do the story of Joseph because that's a great story of how God is in control and all that kind of stuff. Okay, it's awesome. but we really do. We only have a certain amount of time. Well, I mean, it's okay. Well, we'll get it done. You think so? Yeah, that's yeah. The, well, I mean, what is it like? They're gonna stop us? I mean, it's not like they're gonna put a big clock on the screen and like if time's up, you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, okay, you know? we gotta go. Huh? Okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, Jacob had uh, twelve sons, and uh, his favorite was a guy named Joseph. Yes, and Joseph. Uh, Jacob loved Joseph so much that he made him this beautiful coat. Now I'm not talking just any coat. I mean, it was like this technicolor coat. I mean, it was truly amazing. Okay, just, you know what, call it what it was, okay? It was a rainbow coat, all right? I mean, can you imagine a dad giving a son a rainbow coat? Hey, son, look what I got for you. Look, <laughs> look at this coat right here. Look, hey, look, dad. Look. Hey, how, how are, are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Did you know you're my favorite? Well, yeah, I got that idea. Um, I, you're limp. How's your limp? Oh, it's good, good, good. Yeah. How'd you say you got that again? Old wrestling wound. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Now, looky, looky, I made you this coat. You like it? You like it? You like it? Are you sure you didn't make that for mom? No, 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 no. I, I made it for you. It's a rainbow coat. No. I couldn't just pick one color. That's, that's, you could have. No. You could have picked one color. No, but it's for you. You know what? That's fine. Thanks, Dad. No, no, no put they, it on. Put I, it on. You know what? I'd rather not. I need you to put it on. You know, I'd can like, I, can I, okay. my favorite. Put okay. it on. Put it on. Okay. Put it on. Okay. 
Oh, this is oh. awkward. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, there we go. Oh, Everybody. yes, yes. Look at that. Look at that. Huh? What, what do you think? What do you think? Well, it, it seems like a Care Bear threw up on it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. You're my favorite. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dad. You know what? For us to see colors like that back in my day, we'd have to smash our head against a wall just to see technicolors like that. It's so funny. I want to smash my head against a wall right now. Do your brothers know that you're my favorite? I think it's understood. I'll tell him. He's my favorite! Ah, and he was his favorite. And actually, Joseph started getting in on the same thing. Not only would he brag about being his favorite, but he started telling his brothers about these weird dreams he was having. Hey, Simeon. Hey, hey, bro, what's up? Just wearing my coat. Yeah, I know. Hey, I didn't want to tell you this, but people around town, they are talking about you and your coat, and they're kind of making fun of you. Jealous. No, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they're jealous. I mean, it's a rainbow coat, dude. And it's awesome. Do you know why I have a rainbow coat? Yeah. I'm daddy's favorite. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, you know, oh, you know what? I was going to tell you. Uh-huh. Just the other night I had this dream. You know what it was about? What? It, it, that, that you died? No, that's no, not even no, funny, okay? No, no. Kind of is. It was so cool. It was like you guys were bowing down to me, and I was all like, check it out, you know? And I was all like, go, 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 Joseph, you know what I mean. Go, 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 Joseph, here in my dream. What do you think of that? That's what I think about that. And that is what they thought about that. In fact, the brothers were so angry with Joseph that they had a how-to-get-rid-of-Joseph meeting with everyone present except for Joseph. All right, the how-to-get-rid-of-Joseph meeting with everyone present except for Joseph now may come to order. Uh, oh, Yes, what is it, Zebulon? Uh, why are you talking with a British accent? Because everybody in the Bible talks with a British accent. Oh, excellent, yes. yes. yes, yes Carry yes, on. Yes. Yes. All right, what should we do to get rid of our brother Joseph? Ooh. Anyone but Zebulon. He's the creepy one. Anyone else? Come on. Other brothers. He watches way too, plays way too much video games. Come on. Anyone else? Excuse me. All right, Zebulon. What do you think? I say we blow off his face with a bazooka. All right. See, that's what I'm talking about. We cannot do that. We have to make it look inconspicuous. How how about this? How about um, we we sell him as a slave? Boring. All right. All right. All right. We rip up the coat. Yes. And we put blood all over it. And we tell daddy that he's dead. I'll get the blood. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. And that's exactly what they did. And the brothers thought they were rid of this dreamer. But here's the deal. When God has a vision, nothing can stop God. Yeah, and Joseph was a slave. It seemed like the end of everything. But actually, things were going well for him. He was working for a guy named Potiphar. They had a good relationship. And all things were good until Potiphar's wife entered the scene. Hello, Joseph. How are you, Joseph? Oh. Um... Hello, Mrs. Potiphar's wife. How are you, Joseph? You are like a red-hot chili pepper. Has anyone ever told you that, Joseph? No, no. I don't understand what you're saying. Joseph, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. It's true. I saw your face in a crowded place, and I don't know what to do. I'm so in love with you, Joseph. You're a cougar. (laughs) Why, Mrs. Potiphar's wife, are you trying to seduce me? Is it working? Not so much. It's either me or jail, baby. I choose jail. (sighs) And he chose jail. Or rather, he got thrown into jail. And at that point, it seemed like the end for Joseph. But in all actuality, it was just another new beginning. Well, it was amazing was Pharaoh started having these dreams. I mean, and then Joseph started interpreting these dreams. And they they were dreams about cows. Eat more chicken.
And the most amazing thing about these dreams, okay, I mean, because of these dreams, Pharaoh started finding favor on Joseph, and Joseph, like, went from a slave to, like, second in command. And meanwhile, while, while Joseph was living in the lush life, like the hills, his brothers were living like the hillbillies. Yeehaw! That's good. That's good. And so, so a famine hit the brothers' world in their, in their world, in their little town. And so the brothers went to the king just to beg for food. And when the brothers got there, lo and behold, they saw Joseph. And can you imagine what that must have looked like? The brothers who they sold as a slave looking at their brother, that coat and everything. I mean, what were they going through? I mean, especially like the emotional brother, Gad. Oh, I can't believe this. I mean, we were starving and then we came here and it's Joseph. Oh, and you know he's going to kill us dead. We were mean to him. Why were we so mean? I'm, I can't take this emotional roller coaster. I wish Oprah were here. She would give us food. You get a hamburger. You get a hamburger. You get a hamburger. You get a hamburger. And right then, right then before their very eyes, they saw their brother. And what did their brother Joseph... He killed them. No. He slayed them all. He laid them out and destroyed his evil brothers and brought about his evil revenge. And the moral to the story, children, is revenge works. Destroy anyone who has ever hurt you before. Take them outside and destroy them. Go now. Find them. No. Kill them. No. no, 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 no. That's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that Joseph showed forgiveness over his brothers. And every time that we see like there's a dead end, it's only deliverance for God's vision, for God's purpose and what God wants to do. And we ran out of time. But you know what? That's another part of the story. It's not always about us and what we have planned and what we're going to do. It doesn't matter what time we've set up because the truth of everything is it's not our time. It's always God's timing. And it's not your story. It's God's story. Thank you. Oh, I love, I love the Joseph skit. Like that's, that's seriously one of my favorites because it's such a, Joseph's story is crazy already, but then with those characters, it's so much fun. I love it. I, it's one of those things in our world you go, it doesn't work so great live, but it just, it just seems to have a great place on video for whatever reason, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. And, and it shows too, uh, as our audience is listening, um, even in the nineties when I was a youth minister, you know, it was talked about, uh, it was ballyhooed that, uh, <laughs> that the, that America, that the biblical, uh, literacy rate or learning rate was the third grade level. And so you look at that and we fast forward the tape to today, you do something like Joseph on stage and you don't get a lot of laughs because yeah. some of the, it's so biblical, right? Yeah. That, yeah. uh, you could, you can tell in certain places, wherever you go, whether, or a church, whether they know the Bible or they really don't know the Bible. And, uh, that, that's one of those skits that really shows that. And that's sad in some ways that we're not digging yeah. into our Bible more and more and more. Oh, I mean, well, <laughs> And you think about it, the, we have so many choices in the world to be entertained, whether it is the number of channels we have on our TV or Netflix, or then you go into the internet and you go, I've got, there's plenty of stuff to read, but there's something that 
we miss out on if we're not spending just a little bit of time understanding God's word better, right? I agree. I I probably, you know, sound like an old man, but I know I know we all have apps and we can highlight stuff and save stuff or, you know, to screenshot it and look at it every day. But there's just something about the pages of a Bible and underlining and looking at that and watching that, you know, watching the cover just get wore out. I just, I, I hope we don't lose that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's something intimate about it. I, and it's one of the things I love about that Psalm 139 skit is, I mean, it is literally just taking a passage of the Bible and making it a prayer, oh, you know? Yeah. And I, and I don't know that every time, oh, I would say, I know every time I read the Bible, I don't have some aha moment. I don't even always have a real intimate time with God when I'm reading the Bible every time, you know, sometimes I read it and I leave going, okay, I'm glad I read it today, but it'll be something that comes up later. You know, it it sticks with me, you know? Um, I heard, so Eddie, I heard someone say the other day that one of the ways that you can really identify uh, how, where you are with God is if you have a desire to read his word at all, mm. or to even know about it. And this person was quoting Psalm 1, chapter 2, where it says that his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. And that if there's even any kind of a desire to read or or be in the Bible, that that's something from God that is just going, oh yeah, we're, we're, in, a, we're in a good place with I, God, yeah. you know, when we're hungry for that. That's good. That's a good word. That's a good word. And I would also say that just made me think too. I know there's seasons of life for, for our audience that's listening that you may be in a season where you, you feel like God forgot you. You may feel like, mm. God, where are you in all of this? And even when you read the word of God, it's just stale to you. And I just want to encourage you, don't give up. We all have seasons in life where you don't want to meditate it on a day and night, but there is that discipline of doing it that in the end, I, I, Tommy, I remember when my, when my daughter was young, real, just a little girl, took her out of the car seat and we went into Lowe's <clears throat> and got got some stuff at Lowe's because that becomes the new toy shop, right? For adults, oh, yeah. right? For men. Love it. So I'm checking out and then we go to the car and, but I put some water bottles on the bottom of the, uh, the cart and I'm loading everything up and you know, I'm fast forwarding the tape in my head. I got to get my daughter, you know, I put my daughter in the car seat. I load up the car and then I see that water. And for a moment I'm going, Oh boy, I don't want to, this is me stealing. Like she didn't see it. I didn't say anything. I could literally load up this, these 24 water bottles and go home. But, Oh, I'm gonna have to get my daughter out of the car. She's about to fall asleep. It's hot. But I just thought, ah, I'm going to, do the right thing, do the next right thing. So I get her out. I I load it up. I stand back in line, stand back in line behind everybody go through. I say, Hey, I didn't pay, do the same person that I had. Hey, I didn't, I didn't buy these water. I forgot about this, you know? And she looked at me, she goes, I wouldn't have said a word, you know? And it really was that (laughs) thing, that moment. I don't know if it's the Holy spirit, whatever, but I thought there's going to be watershed moments of your life, but the discipline of doing the little things now, um, help out later on when those times they don't they don't seem so big and huge but i really do think something just as little as that could have been very impactful as far as just your 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 moral fiber going how does this affect me and i think that's same with scripture even if we don't feel like it do the discipline and there's there's not a lot of regret later yeah it's you know the bible says of itself that it's it's alive and well that it cuts to the very marrow of our bones and 
I guess I hope today is an encouragement for everybody. It may have, you may be somebody who reads the Bible every day. It's your thing and you love it. And if so, awesome. That's great. You may be somebody who hadn't picked it up in a while. Maybe this will be an encouragement mm-hmm. just to pick it up. Like Eddie said, I love that Proverbs, a proverb a day. If you're not doing anything else, just pick it up and read it yeah. and let it, let it permeate your soul. Uh, on that skinny on the Bible, I, I always remember saying goodnight mm. to my grandma and she'd be in her bed and she'd be reading the Bible. That's when she did her Bible as she flossed her teeth. She'd read the Bible at the same time. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing, but I, I have that Bible and, um, I love, I love going through the pages of it. I love seeing things and I love seeing her little questions or her statements. And I mean, you talk about breathing life, you know, mm. um, <clears throat> it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. What the word of God and your, your Bible can do, for future generations. So yeah, don't, you know, get into it. It can change lives. Yeah. I love it. Good stuff. All right. Rock and roll, baby. Friends. Thanks for spending some time on the radio with us today. All right. It's, <laughs> it's 1055 in the AM. That was a long time. Oh boy. Wow. wow. What a fantastic day. <laughs> Let's go to traffic. So, Hey, <laughs> we, we need to do the zoo. We need to do the morning zoo. We got to do I a know. zoo. Okay. But not with those voices. No, not with these voices. Okay, but we'll do it. All right. Uh, well, folks, today's podcast was sponsored by Ajax, <laughs> the Blue Dot Cleanser. <laughs> and SOS Scrub Pads for those tough times when the women are in the kitchen cooking and you need to scrub really, really good. Uh, get you some SOS Scrub Pads, ladies. Because uh, <laughs> you ladies, know that would have been pointed ladies. to the ladies. That's it. Because the men are at work, right? And if you're good, your husband will get you a new vacuum cleaner. <laughs> How times have changed. Hoover vacuum cleaners. Yeah, Hoover. Sponsored by Hoover. Hoover. There'll be a man knocking on your door to sell you one very shortly. Dogs may be a man's best friend, but Hoover is a lady's best friend. <laughs> it's so true. Isn't that sad? That was our. Uh, that's sad. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's our history, and it's not just like our. It's like the history of the whole world forever. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like you go, how did it take this long? I know. I know. A vacuum Man. sales a vacuum salesperson would knock on the door, and if <laughs> if the husband answered over a kid, is the lady of the is house the here? Is the lady of the house here? Yeah. Crazy. All okay. Right. That's that's a talk for another time. That's another talk for another time. Podiots, we love you. Thanks for letting us yep. gab for a little bit. Thanks for being a part of our friendship. Hope your summer's good. Spend some time in the sun and spend some time in the word. Ooh, with the sun. See what you did right there? <gasps> oh. Huh? Huh? That just happened. Uh, Boom. Very nice. All right. Love you, buddy. Love you too, bud. All right. Bye. Bye.